Hi everyone, welcome to Psychedelic Science Conference. We are here to witness an historic event. We have, I think, 11,000 people, attendees, coming to learn more about psychedelic and their benefits and therapeutic use. We're here for the next three days intensely, speaking to many leaders in the space and bringing you so much more news and updates. So stay tuned. Welcome, Christopher Young. It's so amazing to have you and to be able to meet you in person. Organically, we just kind of bumped into each other. But I, I knew about SoulQuest Church in, in the US and I always knew as from my friends, my connections in the US, they always say it's like the genesis of where ayahuasca started, mm -hmm. um, expanding in a legal framework. Uh, if you could tell us more about the ayahuasca church, Soul Quest. Yeah, um, Soul Quest began eight years ago in Orlando, Florida. We get, began in a very small building called True Serenity. Could probably fit 10 people in there. And then it got a little bit bigger. We had to bust down a wall. And after busting a wall, we had a little bit more people. And after a year um, of expanding, somewhere in between that time, the DEA decided that they wanted to tell us that uh, we need to file for an exemption because this was illegal. So there's no such thing as an exemption. There's a piece of paper you're supposed to fill out. And um, we did, and we never heard back from them. Um, after a couple of years, we kept fighting to hear back a word, figure out where we're going to go with this. Um, obviously, they wanted us to shut down, and we're not going to shut down. This is what we believe. This is our sacrament. This is how we worship ourselves, you know, our mind, our body, and our soul. So... Um, we finally gave up and just sued the government. We sued the DEA, the Justice Department, and that's been going on quite some time now. Um, now we're at the appellate level of three judges, um, and uh, hopefully we'll be hearing something soon. It gets kicked back down to the 11th Circuit. And they don't do anything, it goes to the Supreme Court. Right. But as of SoulQuest, we got our big bulge of like, this is something huge. And then it moved more from this little small ayahuasca community to something that it was greater. We saw the power of the medicine, so we expanded to the location that we're in now. And uh, it was just a little small little house in the middle of uh, Orlando, mm -hmm. at 12 miles outside of it, and uh, on five acres of land. And we only use a very small portion of it. Um, to this day, it, we use all five acres of the land it's an absolute beautiful paradise. And um, if you've been to Orlando, there is no more land in Orlando. There's only houses being built everywhere. Mm -hmm. But we're trying to keep this beautiful, sacred community that we have there. And, and we've had people from all over the world, all over yes. the world, coming from Shanghai to New Zealand, from, from London. They all flew into Orlando just to go to Soul Quest. Yeah, it's, it's just powerful uh, initiation in the medicine space. Uh, I know lots of people from the UK are always um, talking and they also talk about the experience as a positive experience. Mm -hmm. So as we know, um, the psychedelic medicines are mainstreaming. Correct. What are your thoughts on the whole, like you're here in the conference, for example, from now going back and in future, what are, your, what are you seeing, where are we headed? Um, I need to, not just me, I think we as a community, especially uh, the responsible ones, we need to have a high standard for people that work with the medicine, 
that open up retreats. And I'm hoping that Soul Quest has rose that bar. We have a medical director, we have um, paramedics, we have psychologists, sociologists, we have integration coaches, um, we have a full facility team. And it takes a lot of time and energy and money to be able to do that. Uh, we have a very large volunteer team. And with that being ran this way, the quality of the the retreat is very good and very high. And so, so are the safety standards. And this is something that needs to be um, done correctly. And I think yeah. moving forward, there needs to be a standard. And I'm hoping that SoQuest sets that standard high. Yeah, I think so. I, I've heard, I think it was the first retreat center that um, I heard had in-house medical staff and therapists mm -hmm. and all these kind of um, space holding people. Uh, that's really amazing, especially given that we are experiencing a lot of horror stories that people are sharing online. I, I do observe some of the online groups and almost every other day I am coming across these horror stories, how people being re-traumatized. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate that. Uh, so setting the standards high, making sure that we're taking care of and also meeting the Western model of expectations, I guess. Mm -hmm. And also um, because, you know, when I speak to more of uh, indigenous practices of mm -hmm. ayahuasca medicine, um, it's built in their system, built in their communities, right? But in the West, it's like taking someone out of their environment, putting them into a, a retreat center mm -hmm. and then having that ineffable experience. Now they have to come back. Correct. How did I, how did they make that transition mm -hmm. in, in Soul Quest, for example? Well, the way they make that transition to Soul Quest is we offer integration for free Monday through Sunday mm. after they leave. And it's always there for free during the week. It's group sessions. If they want independent private uh, integration coaches, they can have that. But we give it for free for life. If you come to us, we do not ever let go or stop. That's wonderful. And I think this is the way forward, I guess, um, if we want to really. Um... Well, you got to care. And it can't be about money. It costs money to do these retreats, so we can't do it for free because it really costs a lot of money to, to, to run a retreat center like I'm doing, but every penny goes back into it and it invests into it. And, and our mm -hmm. goal right now is investing in getting the indigenous tribes to have a voice here in the United States. So I'm trying to get each leader to have a consulate at our location. Mm -hmm. um, this is something I'm working with. We're doing um, a very big program to where we're doing a culture exchange program. Mm -hmm. We learn from them, they learn from us. Um, I work with the indigenous tribes from Brazil, such as the Huniquin, the Yawanawa, the Shinanawa, the, the Kutanawa. Um, I just got back from Brazil, um, supporting their efforts for clean water and saving their land. And um, this was an eye-opening experience. Um, what we take for granted to flushing water down a toilet, they, <laughs> their children are dying from drinking just water. You know, this, they bathe in the same river that everyone uses the bathroom in and takes a shower in, and they drink from the same river. So there's got to be a way that we can help them yeah. have a healthier life. Because if we do not protect the indigenous, all yeah. this work that we're doing here at the conference won't be for nothing. It'll be for nothing. Yeah. So. That's wonderful. And I did speak to another lady that she's very passionate about the reciprocity. Mm -hmm. She said, um... Uh, I said, what do you think of the conference, what's happening, your observations? And she said, I would be happy and I would feel that we have arrived when these indigenous leaders have the biggest room, 
and right. space in these conferences. I, I was really busy. I wanted them to be here. Getting the visas is almost impossible. Mm. So um, maps could have helped a lot. And I'm a little sad that we didn't have it. I remember in Oakland, we had a very large format of it, but here it's not. It's just mm. kind of more mushroom-based versus indigenous-based. I see. You know, so, but we need to show faith for in the indigenous people. They're dying by the thousands and we need to help them, so. Yeah, yeah. It's not about taking and taking. Yeah. Um, and I like the, the fact that you said they are learning from us. Mm. Um, I remember my own experience years ago with a native shaman from the from Peru, mm -hmm. the jungle, and I said, um, "What is your biggest challenge in working with Western people?" She said, um, "She she said in the beginning she struggled a lot because she didn't realize they come they came in with so much expectation because mm -hmm. obviously now." they are integrating with us, right? They are coming and they're coming to our countries and cities and um, and they're seeing that Western people have this mentality to just consume. Yeah, more and more and more. And more right, and, more. and expect change. And she was really bewildered by some of the feedback she would receive at the end of the retreat. And they would say, well, your medicine didn't work. Things like that, mm -hmm. like a very abrupt and you know disrespectful comments. And then she, then learn how to work with them and realize they come in with this baggage full of expectation, judgment, mm -hmm. and wanting a quick fix and putting all their eggs in the same basket and yeah. wanting this woman to just change their life overnight. So they're learning, I guess they, and she now has uh, had uh, an eye-opening experience from that. And now she knows how to work with them. You know, She's more like assertive, correct. let's say. You know, a lot of the indigenous do come here and. Their medicine works differently, especially in Brazil. Yeah. Ayahuasca is a, it's a tool. Right. Their medicine is hape, and their medicine is very strong in hape, and this is how they do it. But they use ayahuasca as a tool. Um, in other practices, um, hape, yahe is their medicine, or ayahuasca is their medicine, and they use very little of hape, or they might use other type of tobacco or something to this nature. Mm -hmm. um, when coming to the United States, the United States is so big on, I want to see colors, I want to change. And this isn't how the medicine works. The medicine works on a whole different level and you have to allow yourself to, to be ready to receive the gifts that it gives you, right. not force it. Yeah. Because it happened to me. Um, my first experience with ayahuasca, I was DJing, I was in an Ibiza, showed up at an airport and someone stopped me and said, hey, how would you like to go to an ayahuasca retreat? I said, what's ayahuasca? He says, it's this type of tryptamine. I said, what do you mean? I'm on a trip? He said, yeah. I'm so, All right, let's go. Well, that experience is what changed my life. Um, from that day forward, 10 years ago, I had an experience. Um, I begged, wanted to see something move, wanted to see colors, wanted to see all this, and I got nothing. Um, during that retreat, um, I lost a five-month-old baby um, during the retreat. Um, at the retreat, at Inamita, and um, I had to come back to the retreat, and I wanted questions, why, why, why did this happen? I got nothing. When I went home, 11 days later, I had dreams consistently coming to me and told me, everything you thought you were lost, it will never be lost, it will come back. You need to go home and open up this beautiful true retreat. It's your duty. A year after opening up the retreat, um, 
I had my baby son, it came back. That was the gift yeah. from ayahuasca to me. So wonderful. So wonderful. There's a lot more into that detail. <laughs> he gets very emotional when I talk about it. I hear those kind of stories from other people. Yeah, there is a spiritual aspect to this, that there is a spirit and the, there's a trust and there's a surrender to all these beautiful concepts that we throw around. But people who actually experience it, they know it. Yeah. I mean, the medicine is choosing the right individuals, but then there's people that's choosing the medicine for profitability or for their own ego ways. And I do believe that eventually we'll all come together yes. and we'll make sure that there is going to be a way that you can do this properly. Not everyone can do this. I mean, doctors just can't be doctors until they go through training. You know, people are just popping up ayahuasca retreats everywhere and psilocybin retreats everywhere. And what they're not understanding is there's protocols to giving this powerful sacred medicine to people. There's some people that cannot have this. There's some people that uh, you will traumatize worse, and then that's going to make that person's life uh, horrible for the rest of its life. Yeah. So much responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's right. So much. Thank you for sharing your own experience and your journey. I always ask our guests about what brings you to this work. I came up with nothing. I was homeless. I was poor, completely poor. Um, I've always wanted to help people. Um, my mother was a drug addict. I never had a father. Uh, my grandmother raised me as much as she could until she couldn't afford to take care of me. Um, I was on my own since I was 14. I started working from little Taco Bell at 3.85 an hour and just working my way up. I put myself through um, phlebotomy school, then I put myself through MA school, then I put myself through EMT school. And while working on a truck in the back of an ambulance and working in the ER, I saw the revolving door of opioid addiction. I saw the doctors prescribing the medicine. I saw us picking them up, bringing them back to the doctor. And it was just a revolving door. And it was just a Narcan day every day. And this isn't what I signed up for. I wanted to help people. And uh, so I got out of that and started doing what I love doing, and that was DJing. Um, so it's always been in my blood to help people. And um, I thought I was away from the medical field, and I was, until the earth showed me that there was an indigenous way to do this or an earth-based way to do this, a yeah. natural way to do this, and a medicine that worked. Um, I've never been too much of a religious person at all. Um, in my growing up, religion all they would tell you is you're going to hell, you're going to burn in hell. Mm -hmm. And this was a very horrible experience for me because I believe whatever God's source is, is a loving human mm -hmm. being because that's what we are. And so I, I really never knew that I was going to have a church. But I'm telling you, the first time that uh, the medicine healed me, that was tangible, that was real. I didn't yeah. ask for it, it happened. And so I'm extremely proud to be operating Soul Quest Ayahuasca Church of Mother Earth because of that experience. Mm -hmm. And the thousands of people that it, it's changed lives. I, I read every review and every review brings a tear to my eye. Um, so. That's so wonderful. Have you heard of the term that um, term medicine is cultivating us? I believe that the earth is cultivating us. Yeah. 
for its last hope survival. Yeah. And if we do not listen, we will all perish because of it. But I believe that something's got to change. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is very powerful. Thank you again for sharing. Um, this is such an honor to meet everyone in person who are walking the path and helping and supporting on the larger context of the consciousness and evolution. Um, before uh, we close our conversation, what would you like to say? What would you like to bring to our listeners, offers? Mm -hmm. uh, we'll probably look, put all of the links and the websites and, and your information in the show notes. Okay. What do you feel called to sharing that I haven't asked or I missed? Yeah, it's, um, I believe it's important that anyone who's searching for um, a psychedelic experience, whether it be bufo, ayahuasca, psilocybin, whatever psychedelic retreat it might be, um, please do your research. Please read the reviews. Please call the retreats. If these people do not have a website, if these people do not have any type of reviews anywhere, I would highly suggest do not go. Um, anybody that has any high quality of themselves will put themselves out there regardless. I have no fear of no government. No one in this world can tell me what I can and cannot believe in. The only person that can tell me that is the highest source that brought me here. And the highest source that brought me here helped me create this beautiful place that I call SoulQuest. I'm not telling you to come to SoulQuest. I'm just telling you if you ever do quote and do an experience, please, I highly suggest do all the research you possibly can. Make sure you talk to your physician to make sure you can do this because not everyone can. I know that everyone suffers from some type of psychological illness and I know that we all want to get help. But sometimes taking one of these substances can put you in a worse predicament. So please do your research, talk to your doctor, talk to anyone and make sure that you're making the right choices. And to that, I say bless everyone and I hope everyone has a beautiful journey. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you for all the work and your bravery and putting yourself out there. Appreciate that. Um, thank you, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. You're welcome to drop a comment, get in touch with Christopher or myself, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye for now.